Yes, sir. Welcome, everybody, to the second podcast by your host, the Step Brothers. I'm Xavier Turner. I'm Parker Landek, and man, I am so pumped to be here right now with y'all. First off, I want to thank you guys for showing some love last week and checking us out. Really hope you guys like that. Um, living five hours apart, it makes it pretty difficult for us to do this, but X woke up at 5 a.m. this morning just to drive here and so we could get this up for y'all. So please show some love and tap in when we get this thing uploaded. Like Parker said, the Table Talk Pod is here in Pullman, Washington, and we're looking ahead to the Jets versus Seahawks game coming up this weekend. Coming off a tough loss to the 5-7 and seven Giants, the Hawks should be motivated against this winless Jets team, and we're both super excited about this game. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think this is an important game for the Seahawks offense to come out and do something against the really depleted Jets secondary who's starting, they're starting three uh, rookies right now. Ooh, that's tough in the NFL, yeah, man. Yeah, one of them's undrafted. So, I mean, even just as a rookie, it's hard to, to play and start and do good. I think looking back on this game down the road, I think this is going to be one of those games where we put an asterisk by it. This is the game that the Seahawks offense started again, like the beginning of the year, and we're just going to keep going and moving forward with it. Each of us are going to pick uh, just a breakout player for this game. My breakout player is Jamal Adams. This is his former team. First time playing against them. A lot of beef has been going on between the head coach mm-hmm. of the Jets, Adam Gase, and Jamal Adams on the Seahawks. Just talking about how, you know, he's used in defenses. Uh, so I'm expecting him to have at least seven tackles, two sacks. I'm guessing a forced fumble. That's what I'm thinking. He's going to be flying all around the field. I'm super excited to watch him play. Yeah, and that energy is just going to bump everybody else's energy up too. But if Jamal Adams is out there busting his ass and flying all around, Bobby Wagner is going to be like, okay, let's do it. And then those two guys are going to pick everybody else up. So I wouldn't be surprised if you saw a good pass rush from Seattle this week just because Jamal is going to be pumping up Dunlap, and Dunlap's a leader on the line right now. And I just think that we're going to come out with a lot of energy too. Uh, to the Seahawks offense, we've been struggling, I think, since week six, seven, and a lot of blame has been put on Russ. I don't believe that's necessarily all his fault. I think he can be uh, better. For this game, we need Chris Carson to be the dominant running back that he is. He brings that beast mode, Marshawn Lynch type of energy to Seattle when he's healthy. He made it through the Giants game. I was excited about that because Man, he seems to get dinged up every time he plays. Yeah. So I hope he has a big game. We need him to get over 100 yards. Yeah. I think a big first half from Chris Carson can open the passing game up. The secondary with the three rookies starting for the Jets, they can make some mistakes. And I think we can get those big pass plays to Metcalf and Tyler Lockett going into the second half once we've established the run game with Chris Carson. Mm-hmm. And talking on the offense, my player to watch for this week is actually Russ. Um, he hasn't had a very good last four weeks I mean he did have 390 passing yards against the the Bills but he did have two picks and two forced fumbles so I think that Russ is going to come out here and have five touchdowns on 387 passing yards I think he's gonna just torch that secondary this week and I think Chris Carson is going to be a big part of that too coming out of the backfield so the Jets fired their defensive coordinator this week how is it going to look because a lot of teams seem to get motivated. Their head coach gets fired, yeah. offensive even defensive coordinators, yeah, look at like the GMs Lions. disappearing. Yeah. The, li- exactly. the Lions are doing good. The Falcons are doing good. The I Falcons mean, are doing great. Yeah, you know? since Raheem Morris. So how how do you think this Jets team is going to respond? Because sometimes you can come out with some energy. For sure. I mean, they're definitely going to be pumped up to play just because the whole Jamal Adams thing. For sure. Like, their coach is going to have them 
pumped up and they know that this is a big game. Don't forget, too, I, I don't know if Bradley McDougal's playing, but he yeah. was a Seahawk, too, and he was a part of that Jamal Adams trade. So right. I bet he's going to be excited to to play. I hope I hope we blow him out. I mean, I'm predicting us to blow him out. I think the first quarter's going to be rough. They're going to keep it in it, but then we're just going to blow the doors off and our offense is going to show up. So I'm hoping out. this is the game that that happens because it seems yeah. like every time I'm expecting the Seahawks to blow somebody out, yeah. like the Giants last week, they make it a close game. Yeah. I don't. I don't know how they do it. They always make it a close game. But that's that's different than <clears throat> the Giants game, just because they they've been playing good. Their right. defense has been flying around the last four weeks. They're four zero. So right. I mean, the Giants. That's not as much as an upset to me as everyone else thinks, just because they've been playing really good ball. Right. I think it's big when you lose a football game mm-hmm. as the the favorite in the game. You lose the game and. <clears throat> Everyone after the game is talking about the team that won, you know, the underdog team, in this case, the Giants. That is a good sign because it means we didn't necessarily beat ourselves. I think Russ had yeah, one turnover. Russ, Russ played bad. But I don't think we beat ourselves necessarily as much as the Giants won that game. Yeah. I thought they played great. Yep. So there's a difference between losing it on your own and the other team just beating you yeah. and playing better. And that's, that's what happened. You got to give credit to go to the Giants defense. They played one hell of a game. I mean, our defense played solid too. We just didn't make enough plays to win that game. A key matchup for me in this game is the Seahawks wide receivers versus the Jets depleted secondary. For sure. They got three rookies starting, like we said earlier. And DK Metcalf leads the NFL in receiving yards. DK has nine touchdown catches and Lockett has eight. I'm predicting that both of those guys are going to go off. To me, that's the that's the key of the game is getting them the ball and looking making that secondary look like they're starting three rookies. That's the key to the game. We got to get them the ball and look for David Moore too to have a have a big game. I was going to say David Moore. He's a yeah. great third option. Yep, great I mean, third option. Look for him to have a really big game and go for some yards this game. And even Chris Carson out of the backfield, every, everybody's focused on the secondary. And when that happens, watch out for the underneath and Chris Carson's going to catch some passes and do what he does when he gets the ball in some space. Tyler Lockett has more receptions than DK Metcalf this year. Mm-hmm. I feel this game is going to be a breakout game for him. A lot of focus on DK. And I think Tyler's going to slip under the radar like he usually does. Yeah. But I think even <clears throat> more so this game – He's gonna come up with a big ten plus catch game. Yeah, we gotta get him in some into some more crossing routes over the middle. Screen and, game. Yeah, even in the zone, like go find a spot in the zone and let let Russ roll out yep. and let him find it. When Russ is out of the pocket, he's the best quarterback. A lot of the rollouts Russ has been taking recently mm-hmm. or this whole season have been to the left, yeah. whereas before his first two years they mainly had him roll out to the right. He mm-hmm. feels more comfortable going that way. And I think defensive have figured that out a little bit. Yeah. And they're forcing him to go left. And mm-hmm. it's it's been changing up their whole game plan. Yeah. We still got to find Tyler, Tyler in, the, in the pocket in the zone. Get him the ball and let him go do what he does. He's, he's a top-notch receiver. He's got great hands and he ain't scared. He's ruthless coming across the middle. It's fun to watch. From our uh, Legion of Boom days, we always pressed up on receivers. Mm-hmm. We were always up in the grill. Richard Sherman, 
just, you know, as soon as the ball was snapped, two hands were on their chest. Yeah. Break teams timing up. I thought it was a great move. This past three years, we've seemed to sag off, especially on the far outside receiver. And it seems like we give yeah. up a lot of yards with some quick out passes. And I feel like our press up defense was what really messed teams up and the timing of it. Football is all about timing. And 100%, especially Carson Wentz, a guy that catches the ball and then has to read the defense. Yeah. You know, timing's everything. Mm-hmm. Recently, I've been seeing that as the Seahawks have laid off a little bit of the receivers, and I'm hoping this week we get and press up. I think that's part of the reason why our defensive line is not good. I mean, but you're allowing the quarterback and the receiver to beat on timing routes without bumping them or nothing. We're playing seven yards off. Our of pass them. rushers aren't able to get uh-uh. there. There's not enough time. Timing. So throw some of that timing off. Our We have some athletic cornerbacks, okay? We can't sit in a zone. We're not good in a zone. Right. So – Bite the bullet and just put everyone in man with a single high, double high, however you want to do it. Dropping some linebackers. Exactly. Guys like Big Ben, notice that, get the ball out quick. Mm-hmm. It's Brady. tough to sack them. Tom Brady, Phillip Rivers, guys barely been sacked this year. Yeah. And, uh, man, it, it's just been a struggle for the Seahawks all year getting to the quarterback. Mm-hmm. And I, that makes perfect sense, um, pressing up. To end the podcast, uh, we wanted to do this little fan interaction with you guys Guess the song that we are playing at the beginning of each of our podcasts. We'll play something different. In the comments below, let us know your guesses on what the song name is at the beginning of our podcast. We'll play something different every time. Uh, The winner will get a shout out on the next pod. Please subscribe. Please listen. Please enjoy this is this is fun for us and i hope it's fun for you guys to listen interact with us we love you guys appreciate you guys for showing up for another podcast of table talk with your hosts the step brothers i'm parker landek and i'm xavier turner cheers, cheers.